And welcome to the Dizzy Vibes Podcast. We're back! We're back, guys. What up? And most importantly, Ray's back. I know we took a break unexpectedly, but unfortunately, I got sick and I wasn't able to speak and I was coughing. I still have a lingering cough, but we're back. I'm feeling much better. Ray's back here and Marnie's here. So we just want to thank you so much for all the tweets we got. We knew you guys missed us and we missed you the most. We just want to say thank you again that you guys cared. Can't wait because these two episodes this week were crazy and we can't wait to talk about them. Yeah, I'm so happy that we're back. Um, Allie was sick. Raver was in another country. I was just being me just here. Um, but I'm so happy that we're back. We really missed you guys. And we are so glad to just be able to talk about these episodes and the future ones of Bot Oinu and well, for our other podcast, um, the AMI one. But more importantly, we had something huge happen over this past week. We did. Big week in the Disney Worlds. But for us, we had on Wednesday was the last episode of SCK. And we did mention in our first episode that that's how we met and how important it was to us. But we weren't going to do a, uh, we weren't going to speak or discuss. But it was really a emotional day for a lot of people, especially ones that have made lasting friendship through this show. And I was one of them, you know, that's how I met you girls. And I will forever be grateful for that show, for bringing me you two and all my other friends that I've met through the show. So yeah, it was was kind of an emotional, it was an emotional day on Wednesday. Yes, it was a sad day for the SEK fandom. I know that a lot of us, you know, are going to miss the show so, so much, especially knowing that, well, me knowing that that's how Ali and Ray Ray and myself met. Um, and it holds a really special place in our hearts. But I know that we've talked about us meeting because of SEK, but I don't think we've ever actually discussed the story behind how we met because of SEK. Yes. So how I remember it as people were joining in on Dizzy on Twitter because of the 1 million. SEK was trying to break the trend of just 1 million. And so everybody was creating accounts and stuff, you know, getting follows and I believe for me, I saw Marnie's tweet that said, hey, I want to start a group chat. Would anybody be down? And you had a bunch of replies and such. And so I messaged you say, I'd love to join. I joined and then everybody was joining and, you know, we were just talking and talking about the show. And some some of us were up because it's like, you know, the fandom, there's people from all over the world. Right. So we have we, we live in different time zones. We just figured, I mean. We're from the States and we were all awake at the same time for the most part. Yeah. So we would talk to each other the most. It was myself and our our friend Gabs who decided to make like a separate smaller group chat with some of the girls that we noticed that said that that they were from the States. Ali and Ray Ray happened to be one, like they were from the States. And so we made a smaller group chat and we just all got along so well. um, And we've known each other for month like wait since february right yep since february but i always think that we've known each other for so much longer like i always tell ali we met last year and she's like no we didn't but it feels like it no i yeah i say the same and um ray ray (laughs) ray ray doesn't know this story um and ray ray okay so I got along with ali uh you know in the beginning a little bit more like i felt a little bit more comfortable talking to her um, and 
I I messaged her because I, I what did I tell you, Ali? What what was so it? I remember this day, right? And it was like I was sitting at the salon and I got a message from Marnie and I read it and I was like, what? And it we were having a conversation in the big in our chat and and Marnie was just like do you think Ray doesn't like me? I had to go back to the messages to read. And no, you know me, I call out like it is. I tell straight facts. And I read it and I, I just, I literally said, no, I think you're looking too much into it. You're insane. And, I, and I was like, no, she doesn't like me. Look, see, she's not paying attention to me. See, like I'm trying to talk to her. She doesn't want to talk to me. She does not like me. What did I do to this girl? And it, I was so like affected by this. Cause I was like, why doesn't she like me? And um, and then I remember, I remember specifically telling Ali, I'm like, I think she's so cool. And it, it, it hurts my feelings that she doesn't like me. And I don't know why. I honestly do not know why I thought you didn't like me, but I truly thought that. And um, also, <laughs> also in the beginning, like in the very, very beginning, Ray Ray, I don't know. You had like some picture. It was like an emoji picture. Or I don't know what. Yeah. But for, for some, <laughs> for some reason, dude. I thought you were like an older woman <laughs> before I you told us you were in your twenties or in your mid twenties. Yes, I thought you were like, I thought you were like maybe like in your fifties or something. I don't know why, but I just thought that I was like, oh, she's like an older woman that's like a fan of the show. Oh my god! So it's just like, what about? Were you shocked when I did the face reveal? Because I think I was like the first one in there. Just like I felt comfortable there. The first one in there to do like a face reveal, and I would like just send these weird videos when I didn't feel like typing it out. <laughs> well, I think before you sent the face reveals, you told us how old you were, and I was like, "Oh dang!" Like she's literally my age, and I was like, "Why the heck did I think this girl was like in her forties or fifties? I I really don't know why, but I just thought that you were. And then yeah, you you would send like photos and videos. And they are the best. They're just absolutely hilarious. Um, what if I was catfishing? Who? What if I am actually 40? You know, I'm catfishing you guys. I've seen you. I FaceTimed with you multiple times. What if I just have really good Botox? Then that's fine. I wouldn't mind. You could tell me you're 70 and I'd still be okay. <laughs> My life. And I'd actually right, shoot and- your mama. <laughs> Right. And then like four days later, I wanted to add to Marnie's story of how she said that she thought she you didn't like her. Four days later, you guys were vibing real hard. And I messaged Marnie separately. I was like, oh, so Ray doesn't like you. And she's like, I know. I feel, yeah. <laughs> I know. I like Ray Ray. I fangirled for you. Okay. Well, I fangirl for you. It's just like, and, and then look at us now, like the three of us just from February meeting till now, it's like, who would have thought that we would have literally become actual genuine like besties and have wanted to make a podcast together talking about the thing that brought us together it's just it's it's a beautiful full circle and sck the way that it wrapped up i i'm just forever going to be grateful to that dz um not only because it brought hanker together but it brought me my best friends so i'm always going to love it okay same so let's go in um no, no, wait, wait, no, no, we can't go in. We can't go in. We can't go in because Canal D today's Saturday, guys. Oh. Canal D released their their promo for the season. And then <laughs> there was a which was I didn't like that thing. All, remember in like the prior episodes, the prior podcast episodes, when I said that they made um I touch his head too big. 
his head was too big in these videos because why the heck was he well, everybody all of the actors and actresses their heads were like so zoomed in that it was it was scary i don't get it um i mean they looked eye touch and gem ray looked hot but it was a little too close up but those pictures and those videos of the canal d event that they had where i touch was singing and gem ray was just sitting in the audience so happy and proud like a beautiful proud girlfriend oh my god it was just so beautiful he was giving off straight cereal killer vibes and not like the coolest cereal that you can eat like cereal cereal like there was this hat too big and it was just a smile actually uh one of my friends sunny she made an edit and she turned it into a signal light commercial no way it was so funny well yeah it was all zoomed in on their face everybody's it was just, I mean, I I would want to be that close up to them, but I mean, that was too close up. Like, I felt, I don't know. I don't know what Kanaldi was thinking with that promo. Um, I mean, I guess, but they made up for it with that, with the event that they had that night. Um, that was and then cool. I touch, yeah, I loved it. And I touch really does have a beautiful voice, and the pictures that came out were beautiful of them. And then also Hyundai and Kadam had um, a wedding that they attended and they looked absolutely beautiful together. Tonight was just a wonderful night for our two beautiful couples. They were adorable. And one of the things I want to mention is you could, people were mentioning how uh, Jamory wasn't paying attention the whole night, but as soon as that I touched, got up, got up on stage and started singing, she was just vibing along right with him. As Aww. she should. So let's get into the episode. Ali, do you want to lead us up? Yes, let's get into Bot Oinu, episode 12. That was, I think, for both of our um, shows we talked about, these were turning point episodes, personally, as I, uh, I got it. So this was a big turning point for Adbor's relationship. And we're going to kind of do our summaries a little bit different than how we've been doing. We kind of just want to talk about the episode rather than go step by step. So it's going to be a little bit different. Talk about what we liked. I liked this episode. It was really good. Um, we saw a lot of Adbor love connection, but there's some things I didn't like and we can go into that. So the general consensus of this episode was Bor's feelings were definitely out there for all. Oh, 100%. Like I think everybody at the end of the last episode we were all freaking out because because at the very end of episode 11, we have no idea who overhears Ruzgar and Ada talking about like they're wanting to get a divorce. Right. And next thing you know, it's at Yesamine. Um, this lady is so over the top. I get that she is so afraid of this curse. Right. And and she's terrified and, and Ada's her niece. But she she went like extra like that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she just like dropped dead right then and there because she was like she this lady was about to have a heart attack and then when she gets out of the office and she has like her hand on her heart and she's just so like what is going on like i'm like lady it literally looks like someone like ran over your dog put the car back in reverse ran it over again put it back in drive ran it over and, and drove off like that's how how heartbroken she was to find out that ada and ruzgar are married and isn't it ironic? Because isn't she technically supposed to be happy? Because Anna, like in her eyes, Anna is married to the first love of her life. Well, that's the thing. Uh, so I think it's because Ada and Yasemin heard Ruzgar and Ada talking about it, right? Like, oh, like we're we're in a marriage. But then she heard Ada tell him, "I'm going to divorce you. I don't love you. You're nothing to me." 
and that's when oh, she's like oh, that's when Yesamin like was Miss Extra over here and just they're honestly like she's too much she's like too much like throughout the episode um especially when she find you know she confronts Ada about this whole situation she's not listening to Ada like she is choosing to like have like a blind eye to Ada and have an open eye to whatever Ruzgar is saying which I'm like oh like why are you doing that like listen to your niece like listen to the person that you love and what they want for their life not some other guy she's literally like putting her own insecurities like to Ada and he just thinks like this is the only way for Ada to be happy Mm -hmm. no really and the thing that I love too is like Celine knows about the curse She's well aware about this curse that's in her family. Yet, Celine, when she told Ali, because Celine um, does end up telling Ali that she, even though we know it's a lie, she tells Ali that she was married before. And Ali, we know that he got hurt, but Ali was just so understanding. And he, he is like, he is a very understanding man. And I love that he didn't hold this against Celine. Like, he heard her out um and he didn't see her any different because of it and he's also a rational man sorry apologies yeah. he's also a rational man yeah he like he looked beyond, he looks beyond people's pasts and that's what i really do appreciate about him and i honestly like i love his characters like don't hate me but i'd rather get me some ollie than some like in terms of personality i'd rather give me some ollie than some boy <laughs> he's funny like he's funny when he noticed Bora being all in love at the office at the like the end it was just funny what he was saying he was like so there's a big enough of a serotonin boost today I see it's just funny I was laughing the whole time I was I was cracking up so much because Ali and Celine like they know that these two are so in love with each other they know that um Ada is so in love with Bora and Bora is so in love with Ada so they come up with a genius plan to make it look like they're in a fight and Celine kidnaps Ali. And well, it's Bora and Ada who go after them. But it's all a game and they just want them to be together and have, you know, spend some alone time. It it just makes for one of like the best, the best scenes, I think, like between um Ada and Bora, especially when they go into their hotel room. Oh, th- that too is like, Okay, that scene, those scenes were hilarious because one of the things that I really found hilarious about those scenes was just Ada's fake crying, and he's like, "You're not really crying." And she's like, "Come on, go to bed." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would just like fake cry, and then she would stop and just start playing with her sons. Oh, I know, dude. And then I absolutely loved it when when they first arrived in the room, and Ada is like leaning against the wall, and he like kind of he puts his arm up and he kind of like has her pinned and he is just like so in her space i'm like oh my god like and there's one bed there is one bed but bora breaks the bed not the way i wanted either (laughs) oh my gosh not the way i was hoping but the bed does break because of bora and it's we got this beautiful moment between like him no wait he goes right like the the lady, the lady of the hotel, she she turns off the water, no? Yeah, she turned because yes. the lady, she's working with Celine to just bring the, find any ways to bring them together. Like Celine tells her to turn off the water so Bora can help her. Yeah, so she turns off the water. 
Bora goes down and was like, my, my he says my girlfriend. He says my girlfriend, I mean um, friend, um, needs water, and so they have to get buckets and go get water, and then he has to help her pour the water to get the soap out of her hair. And oh, I love yeah. one of the things that's what I love about is how he just unconsciously calls her his girlfriend. And a few times too, he just he just didn't call her Ada his girlfriend once. He said it when he called the lady that works at the hotel. He said that, like, like, oh, my girlfriend, she's in the shower, like, there's no water. And then when he goes down to actually speak to her in person, he says it again. And he might have said it, like, one more time. But it's, like, girlfriend, like, when he says it, it just sounds so good. And it's going to be wife one day. Just saying. It's going to be wife one day. My wife. It's going to be so good. I just, like, I can't. But when, um, one of the things that I really liked about this episode was, Bora is picking up um like a little bit like he's picking up on Ada's little quirks like he's mirroring them a little bit like when he and Ali go get the water for the girls um Ali's like telling him something he's just like something about Ada he says something about Ada uh, and about Bora's feelings and then Bora like you know he just like turns to the side and he like gazes out into like the dark and he says something and then Ali's like what was that what was that he's like you just did something that Ada does he's like see you're picking up on some of the stuff that she does and then Bora's like no I'm not like what are you talking about just go Ali just go and then um in another another part Ada like sticks out her tongue at him and he does the same like Bora would have never done that like episodes ago Yes, he's most definitely loosening up, like yeah. literally. Um, and yeah, that was a funny scene. The tongue. Yeah, it was. It was cute. I I like how I like how they bicker and just how they they're starting to mirror each other. No, it's just like a way that I, like even throughout the episode, the Bora, just even throughout the show, the Bora has slowly just opened himself up, and you just see more more and more of his personality and giving like even I touch giving life to the character as he gets to know Ada more. Yeah, it's it's really good. I feel like someone like Ada in Bora's life has really made him more I think like like Ali was saying, like more loose, like just more more like in the moment, right? Like kind not of not so strategic. Not so yes. strategic. Yeah, whatever that word is. <laughs> strategic words, words Ali. Strategic more relaxed just more down to earth yeah. more relaxed more in the moment and i feel like bora being in ada's life is is helping her be just more like responsible more confident in herself and her abilities and they both just like they suit each other so well because they're both so different but together they just create something so beautiful Oh my gosh, that's so like that's so glad that you mentioned that about like responsible because didn't she give Ruzgard papers? Like she took that step, or were the papers like the divorce? But yeah, she she yeah, had she took him that the step. Okay. papers. So like she's being you know, more um, what's the word? She's being more assertive. Yes. Yeah. And one of the things too is that Ruzgard signs the papers, but he like confirms with his lawyer that he he can change his mind if he wants to. Oh yeah, he he asked the lawyer. He's like, if I sign it now, and if I want to change my mind, am I able to do that? And the lawyer tells him, yes, you could do that. So that's the only reason why he signs the divorce papers. And when Ada asks him, and she goes like, why did you end up signing them? He's he tells her, he's like, it's to prove to you that I truly am in love with you, and that I I deserve a second chance. He's a hoe. Oh, he's just the worst. He really is. He's a hoe skunk. 
Oh, one of my favorite scenes um in this episode was the the chicken scene with like the the late night dinner that they have together. So in this chicken scene where they split the meat up like Gore gives it to his wifey, Ali gives it to his wifey, and just Rizgar just takes the rest of the chicken from him for himself. And Tuche, my queen, like I don't hate Tuche. Like I like love hate relationship with her. She goes and takes the chicken off of the off of his plate and like not today. That was so funny to me. And it just goes to show you like at his core what kind of man Rizgar it really is trash man like he's a true villain at his finest and uh, i just hope i want more i'm happy that Ada had the confidence to give him those papers but i want more confidence i want her to literally like scream it out and show people like i married this man because i thought he like was gonna like me for a green card and for ever since that day he's treated me like crap i want like he she needs to put him on display Oh, yeah, she really and does. not care I, about Bora's reaction. You know, she needs to do it for herself. Personally, that's what I feel. Well, one of, one of the things that I want to mention um, is is just going back to that the scene, like the dinner scene with the chicken. Um, when Weary was talking about it, I noticed that it had the men, right? It had the men go first. And then when Ruzgar was the one who took the whole chicken, um, and Tukche was the one to take the whole chicken off of his plate. Ruzgar and Tukche, like, I felt like this scene, I know, okay, guys, I know it's just chicken. I know that, I know. But I also feel like it was symbolic to how their love languages are. And Bora served Ada first, which, and so did Ali. Like, Bora and Ali served both of their partners first. And I think that just shows how they are in a relationship. Like, they're, going to put their partner first um before themselves whereas Ruzgar takes the whole chicken like not only is he not putting his partner first before him but he puts nobody first before him because he takes the whole chicken from everybody um and then Ada and it's kind of it's kind of ironic because he's a chicken <laughs> but but Ada and and Celine they give half of their chicken to their men. And I just thought that was beautiful because I'm like, even if you have a little, like even if these girls have a little like for themselves, they're always going to share with their partner. Like they're never going to leave their partner behind. Whereas Tukche, she just took the whole chicken away from Ruzgar. And I just thought that was like a subtle way of like the writers showing how um, all these characters are in terms of like, you know, romantic relationships. I know it's chicken though. Okay, guys, I know it's chicken. I I made a post and I know people were like, they're like, oh, they're like, I never knew that chicken can make me cry or make me want to cry. I'm like, wait, I get it. It's chicken. But I just thought that it was like a little symbolic. Um, But yes, I do think that Otto really does. I, I want her to like scream at Rosegar. I want her to be like, dude, like get the heck out of my life. But I think she's also not wanting to piss him off because she knows what he can do. I thought it was just that chicken looks good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you thought you thought the chicken looked good. I, you know, I saw the love languages. It's all good. All good. All good. Um, and then we had the sunrise scene. Please never sunrise. have I ever. Oh yeah, never have I ever. Oh yeah. Sorry, and I got Adam was scared. Ada was scared. Um, she didn't want to play because she knows that this can like really 
like she doesn't want to lie right because she says she's like i i don't want to lie anymore and she knows that whatever they say and she and Ruzgar's right there playing like she knows this dude's gonna say something and she's gonna have to take a drink um and he does like Ruzgar says in the game he's like never have i ever been married and Celine takes a drink because she is pretending she's been married right to cover for ada and then ada has to take a drink um because she actually has been married and you know she's married to Ruzgar she doesn't want to lie and then everybody's like looking at her and then Celine tells her she goes Ada no you don't understand the game it's only if you've if you know that's an experience that actually has happened to you and you've never been married and then Ada's like oh haha okay yeah like I I didn't know how to play the game I got confused um but then Ada says something like she's like never have I ever what was it guys never have I ever like been in love or never have I ever uh, been courageous enough to tell someone I'm in love or something. And wasn't it that he like stared at her and he like he like chucked it back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What you said is true. Like, and and she was just like looking at him and he was just staring at her and it was just like this moment. And I really don't remember what happens after that moment, but I just know it was like a moment. Um, he said it with his full chest. It He's was like, just. I am in love with you, but I just I just need like two minutes to be able to tell you. And then they all go to sleep and the only two awake are Ada and Bora. And they decide to leave the group and go on a like a walk alongside the the shoreline. And um, I liked it because Ali and and Selena are pretending they're asleep. And once like um Ada and Bora like walk off, they right away like they come alive. They're like, oh, okay, finally they're gone. Finally, like something might happen between them. And they were hearing the whole conversation that they were having. So they're over here, like just super excited. And you know, they really want Bora and Ada to finally confess to each other how they feel. Um, so I just love them. I think I think this whole episode. They did such a good job. They're both such good friends. Um, and Ali, I, I just thought he did amazing. Uh, and so we get to Bora and Ada. And they're walking along the shoreline. And, okay, when I first saw this live, I was swooning like everybody else. Um, I was so giddy. I was so happy because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, our babies are finally, like, you know, going to get together. Bora's going to confess, and it's going to be so beautiful. But when I watched it back with subs, um, I just felt like the moment, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like, because Bora, he does tell her, like, okay, he tells her to close her eyes, right? And he, like, starts to, I guess, caress her face, and then he holds her hand, and he tells her about like they can follow their dreams together and I'm not sure what, but it was just really unexpected to me. Like I don't speak Turkish. So when I was watching it live, I was thinking maybe he was confessing to her that he's in love with her or something. Um, but when I read it with the subs, it's he's talking about their dreams and there was no, I love you or anything, or I want to be with you. And I'm not sure if that's how you girls felt too, where it's like, it wasn't like, it just, it was cute, but it just, I, I just needed something more. If you watch it, if you watch that scene, like if, like, I love going to other disease and looking at the love confessions. 
I would, and if I was new to Pat Oyunu and I've never seen it before, I would have not gotten that's a love confession. Agreed. Like standalone, that doesn't like stand as a love confession. All he really tells her is, um, I want you to walk by me. And then they kiss. Man, if every man who tells me let's walk together, I end up kissing him, that's going to be like, <laughs> no, it's going to go on there. Well, it was cute. Like, it was a cute moment, right? But it would have been a cute moment if they have already had their confession. For this to be the actual confession, like, I was just expecting more. And I was talking to Ali about this, um, I think, like, a few days ago. And I was just telling her, like, for me, I thought that was cute, right? Like, that whole scene was cute and in, in, in itself. But not for it to have been, like, the actual confession. I know what you mean. It's like they've been going at each other this whole time, like bickering left and right. And there was no passion. There was no heat of the moment where they're yelling at one another or they're being rude to one another. And they're like, I like you. And well, I like you too, you, you know? Yeah, I think we're just kind of hoes for that kind of confession. And we all- I know. And we, yeah. I'm a, I'm over that kind of confession. Like I expected that from um, Bora, and we kind of did get that from like that, but it was a dream. Um, what was I saying? We're talking about how that's typical dizzy dream. That's a typical dizzy confession. I I don't want to knock off like like whoever loved that confession. Like I am so happy you loved it. Like it was really cute. It was really sweet. Like their kiss was a beautiful kiss. I thought yes. there was like passion behind their kiss. I just wish that because Bora, and I think this is a reason why we love Bora and Ada so much as a couple, is because they're so passionate. They're so like that heat between them is we can feel it as the audience. And I just thought that maybe they were going to have that in their confession. And they didn't, which is fine. I guess they just wanted to show more of a tender moment because I do remember um, in an interview that Jemray and I touched it. Uh, I don't know if you girls remember when I touched, like picked out a, it was a question and it said like, um, it was for Jemray and it said, would you be able to fall in love with Bora in real life? And she said she would, but that she would want him to be more gentle. And oh. this Bora was very gentle. Like, he was so different. And I guess, like, this is just how Bora is when he's in love. Maybe that's how we could come to terms. And it. it's like, Bora is a very gentle man. Like, he's a very, I guess, just, how would you how would you say it? He, he's showing his soft side. Yes, thank you. Soft yeah. side. So, actually, that is actually really cute now. Like, I'm actually going to start crying because now I'm actually like, now I, when I look back at that scene, I think I could enjoy it a lot more because I'm like, this is Bora in love. Like, he's not like that fire Bora, like so lost in her when he stares at her. And he's just so like how, how Ray was saying, just like soft and gentle. And oh, that's so cute, actually. It actually makes so much sense now that you said that because as we see progressing he's more soft and gentle and not so aggressive and and mad and well obviously he's not going to be mad but he's not normal Bora he's I want to be with you and I want to be next to you and making sure she's everything's okay kind of thing so that makes so much sense now oh I'm like Bora I'm like oh my god our baby I'm so sorry like we're over here being like oh we needed more but it's like no this is Bora like in love like he is like and love really does change you and 
he's he's a very he is like he's a very gentle person and it's just so cute to see and and now i think now the three of us could actually enjoy that moment a lot more maybe that's what they actually wanted as a confession like uh i chum oh yeah oh my god because it's like it describes what they're like uh real characters are you like they're more of the real life personalities oh that is so cute look at me making up stuff i know dude i'm like uh, and now like their kiss because i'm looking at the youtube right now like their kiss like was beautiful and i i know like i loved it when it showed like jemray's side profile when she's kissing him like she just looks so beautiful yeah and honestly like everything about that scene and like it was like perfect in terms of like the like the walking on the beach the sunrise the you know it's funny their dream kiss was at sunset the real kiss was at sunrise no way uh, i don't remember uh, because the sun was shining through oh i don't know maybe it wasn't at sunset but that's what like i got the vibe of no it was it was oh my god it was ada's dream kiss with him it was it was already getting dark it was sunset Ooh. and then bora's dream with her first was his uh dream kiss with her was at night and then the next like then ada like the real kiss was sunrise and i'm like dude like symbolism like beginning like this is like the real thing it's beginning it's a new day oh my god but also dreams do come reality and disease most likely that yeah very true and it did for them so oh my god and then like when um like the cinema the cinematography throughout that whole confession and then walking along the beach like how Ravi was saying it was just it was beautiful um it really like added to the moment and then i loved it when they were like coming back to the hotel and they were both a little like timid around each other and they both said they're like oh yeah like we did this like we came here only for celine or only for ollie like oh this was just for our brother and for our sister and we're like okay yeah really okay and then he starts getting close and smiling her because he can oh i know when she's like when she goes she goes to the the hotel room of ali and celine yeah. And he like leans into her, and I don't know if that was part of the script. Okay, you know what? I probably shouldn't say. You know, what? it probably was part of the script, but I mean, I don't know. When he just like <laughs> randomly sniffs her. Nah, oh. I think it's just like she has that body and body works form vanilla sugar on, and like. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like. Us like we recognize like we know this though. That's like a smell like we oh, grew yeah. up on. Mm -hmm. Most definitely, definitely. That was my signature scent, man. Um, I still couldn't get the boys like St. John does. You will, you will. You're gonna get. You're gonna get your own Bora Bay. And oh you no, you want friend. you want Ali Bay. Yeah, I like Ali. He's cute. Um. Then we get to like where Bora is talking to Ali, and then um Celine and Ada are talking and they're both like sharing what exactly happened and Celine's like what happened what happened and Ada's like no nothing like but then she ends up telling Celine she's like yeah we kissed because she gestures with her lips she like doesn't actually say it and Celine was all of us like fangirling and just super excited for her friend to have finally kissed like the man that she's in love with it was just it was just so good honestly then they go back to their house 
the reason they go back so soon is because each family has a complaint on the other person for kidnapping each other. And yes, the families are going at one another because they think that Ada stole Bora and Bora stole Ada, but then they had to like basically explain like, no, we thought Celine stole Ali or kidnapped Ali. And the family's just, they've been going at each other's throats, honestly, but like, could you blame them? Bora's mom don't like her. And the aunt actually, um, Ada's aunt too. Like, could you blame them? You know what? I, Bauma and Aunt uh, Orteze, yes, I mean, they really got, I, they're on everybody's nerves. Like, everybody is so done with these two. Like, just let your two adult, um, you know, family members just be able to, like, make decisions on their own. Like, we understand that people are going to make mistakes. Like, that's how we grow as humans, right? We learn and we grow. And they're not allowing that to happen for them. Um, they're sheltering them so much and it's just like really it's like just let them be in love like if they're gonna be in love together just let them be in love but then that's where we go so yeah they have to go back because the police comes and they say that ada kidnapped there was like a report made out that ada kidnapped bora um so that's why they have to go back home and then this is where they're walking down the stairs um um, outside to get into bora's house and yes and he basically walks and tries to hold her hand and Ada's like nah I'm not ready like to reveal our relationship yet he's like why and she and he she's like because of my aunt so I'm like honestly sis I don't blame this girl in the situation like I know she like is sick of lying and sick of just like hiding the truth but I think she just wants to enjoy like a calm before the storm yeah yeah because it's, it's a lot for her I mean it's it's I would think that that'd be weird for everybody um for them to it's like oh like you left here um like the day before just as like boss and employee and then you're coming back as a couple and then Ada knows that once like this gets out and her family knows um they're gonna just be like really in their business all the time so yeah I agree like she just wants to just live in the moment with him and it was really cute because when she was telling him why and she was just like looking up at him like his face just melts when he was staring at her and then he just like caresses her face like he zoned out completely what she was saying and he just like was just taking her in he loves just watching her he, he loves watching her from behind too oh my god <laughs> um, honestly yeah i don't know something 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 was in my water making a lot of dirty jokes on this podcast oh my god and then when they both like they go to ring the doorbell and their hand like their fingers touch and like oh my god like they do like i'm trying they do this like sexual tension so good and then the lady the the waitress no not a waitress the maid the maid there we go thank you the, the maid she the waitress the at the house oh my gosh <laughs> sorry they have, they have waiters at their house no i forgot what it was called the maid, the maid. Thank I'm you. Sorry, we had to laugh about that. <laughs> the maid opens the door, you know, disrupting their moment. And then I love how Ada, because you know, once they go to the family and like the family's like, where were you guys? And then Bora's mom's like, you kidnapped my son. And it's this whole mess. And like Ada kind of, you know, cowers back a little bit. And Bora's in front of her protecting her. And I loved that. I did notice that he was like her protector from the family and she was just like hiding behind him because you know she says everything on her face 
I didn't even notice that, but now I have to go back and watch it. But it's so cute. He wants to protect his baby Jim. It was really cute. Like she wasn't saying it. He was he she wasn't saying anything. It was him like speaking for both of them and like defending her. And she was just like staring up at him, just like like I loved it. I love I love it when he defends her and it's just so beautiful. It's so cute. It's like, oh my god, it was so hot. Was yeah. that the night that Teze Yasmin she got mad and stormed up to the room and then Autumn met her up there, correct? Or yeah. up outside or wherever they met. Yeah, because she that's that's at that moment is when he, she confronts her about being married to Rizgar. Which what the heck? I thought Aunt Yasmin already knew that she was married to Rizgar. She no, she did, but Ada had gone off to the hotel because like Celine had kidnapped Ali, quote unquote. Okay, because I'm like, because she told she told Ada, she's like, I saw you with Ruskar. Um, and I saw I, I heard what you said to him. And Ada was telling her, she's like, she's like, oh, like I'm like, I, I'm not in love with him. And like her aunt was just she wasn't listening to anything Ada was saying at all. She was just really upset with her. And then that's when that's when Aunt Te uh no, that's when Aunt Nurgis comes in and Ada tells her and she's like, please don't say anything to to Aunt Nurgis. And thank God Aunt Yesemi didn't say anything, but I mean we all know she's gonna find out. No, but like she was so in denial. Ada's like, I'm not in love with him. And she's like, Yes, you are. Like, girl, if you love Ruskar so much, you go marry him. It's obviously that Teze Yasmin is really more concerned about the curse than she is her own niece's feelings. Yep. And that really just like it aggravated me so much. It's like Ada's literally telling you, I don't love him. I'm not in love with him. I don't want to be with him. And, like, for her to be like, yes, you do. Like, he's your first love. You need to be with him or this curse is going to ruin your life. It's like, leave her alone. Like, I get it. Like, I do understand you're, you're like, she's afraid of this curse, right? We, we understand that. But to dismiss the feelings of your loved one over fear, it's like, just stop. It got me. It just got me so mad. Yeah, no, like. Just her reaction and just like her med their her constant meddling has it's gone over the top. It's too much. Yep. And it this could cause like a, a big drift between them. You know, because Ada's not gonna want to keep hearing this from her. I hope she says something. It's time for her to stand up for herself. It's time for the ants to leave. Like I I really love Aslan. I think Aslan is hilarious and I love him as like this uncle for Elif, but like what's the point like why are Ada's aunts and Aslan still at Bora's house like just go back to Bursa no like they're just they're just an Aslan can stay but yes I mean can go she can go live with her new boyfriend why are they still at that house we need to make a petition to kick him out which, by the way, um, Taize Yasmin is you having trouble with her you new broke. part. You broke. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Which, by the way, broke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, by the way, Taize Yasmin is having 
a little bit of problems with her new boyfriend, correct? Why? I, forget, I forgot that. I Remember, just, he like, comes the next morning, um, and she's, like, all mopey because of what Ada's doing, and um, what's his name? Oh, by the way, he changed his hair color. Did anybody notice that? Oh, no. I def I noticed the whole, like, haircut, hair color, the whole outfit change. Like, Evram, Evram looks pretty good. Yes. And he's, like, confessing to Teze Yasmin, and she could care less, it, sound it seemed like. She was so well, mopey in that confession. It's just what I picked up he on. Co he confessed to her? He was, like, confessing about love. You know what? I'm so over them that I just like skipped it. Oh, so yeah, honestly, same. Like, no, I yeah, I kind of did too. But Ray brings up like she just she just needs to go off with him. Well, like they're having trouble in paradise, so she I don't know what's wrong with Teze Yasmin. Can we just talk about for a second that how me and Marnie are bad podcast watchers and we just skip the scenes we don't like? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I was more. But. Before I did, before I would make sure to like watch almost everything, but it's like um the aunt gets him in like she's already she's annoying the heck out of us. And it's like we don't want to see her parts, like we just want to talk about like the parts that we like and like enjoy the parts that we like. And they've already like watching them live was already painful. It's like imagine just like having to talk about them. Oh no. Let's get to my Favorite part, the sneaking around in the office. Yeah. Oh, met, met, oh my God. When Bora like walks in and he's like, good night. And it's like, he's so happy. It's his love. That's, that's what he's acting like when he's in love. You know what it reminded me of when, um, Bora's parents and at, uh, Nurges and Asan, when they all had sex and then the next day they were all like singing and dance or whatever they were doing. It reminded me of that, <laughs> like how happy he was. So that means they did it. No, they didn't. It just reminded me of like cause he just barged in so happy and like he like went to the window. He like breathed in breathed in the fresh air. And like he I don't know, like he just like is looking at Ada and she's just so like shy and she's just being so cute. Oh my god, it was just beautiful. Well yeah, Ali was deaf like I said in the beginning, like Ali picked up on all those things in that meeting in the office meeting. He's like, Ooh, you know, a boost of happiness today, I see, or something like that. No, they in my world they did it. Oh well, my god. I'm gonna choose the clown. <laughs> no, I, they, they I had don't passion want in the and they had passion in the cabin. No, no they didn't yet. <laughs> I would want to not like I would want to see it leading up to that. Like they don't have to, I mean they don't have to show us, but at least like insinuate that it's going to happen. Do you know what? If anyone's listening to this at, at me at Dizzy Stand, clown, come clown with me. Oh, oh my god. god. Ray I, Ray, I thought you were saying something else with that. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even want to say. I, I thought you were like, I, because I was saying, <laughs> I thought when you're saying like, oh, like, like if you know anybody who's like is interested like at me <laughs> like that's i was like wait what <laughs> bye if anyone's who's interested come clown with me about this oh my god i hate uh, you guys i don't I'm, but it's funny I'm such a dummy sometimes i really am it's okay but you're our dummy 
Exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, no, he was definitely about to bust this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but do you blame him? Why? Oh, for for being so in love. I don't know what's going on. She I just, just said he was to- about to bust, and I said, "Do you blame him?" Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm like, wait, what's going on? What did he do? I love these scenes. Obviously, like they always happen in a dizzy. Uh, you know, they keep the relationship, so they're hiding around in the office. But usually, the man can't keep his ha- hands off his woman. So he, you know, Bora's trying everything to. He's calling her. He's hey, let's sneak into the. Or no, they're like he's trying to get close to her and they're talking and acting like they're actually talking about office conversation, but they're not. But he's really wanting to whisper like love things to her and sweet nothings, as we would say. And then he's like, let's go and hide away basically in the closet. So they go to the closet and they're ta- they're getting close and they're talking and Ada's getting really giggly, but she's also loving it. And then she hears a knock on the door or someone trying to get in and she freaks out. She thinks like he's somebody's going to come here and expose them and she's like crying and he's like don't cry like no it's fine and then um the basically the secretary gives the key so somebody does try to go in and obviously like they act like oh we got stuck in here kind of situation basically trying to play it off cool that they weren't in a closet together you know being all googly with one another i just love her fake exaggerated crying and i say fake is because she gets calm right away when when bora says um uh tells her he's like ada that's all i had to say (laughs) (laughs) no it's like i agree i i think when he's like he calms her down and she's just like okay like he'll handle this type of thing when the guy, I don't know what guy it is, like, but everybody in the fandom knows this guy because um, he's always like he like posts stuff, I guess, on his Instagram. Uh, but I just don't know his name, like his character name. Um, but Bora, when he's trying to open the door, Bora like shoves the door back, and like Ada freaks out, and she's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna freaking get caught! Like we're going to get caught!" And then when Bora lets him in, he's like, "What were you doing? Didn't you see that I was trying to open the door too?" And the guy's like uh but bora bay like what he's like no he's like no like you get back to work and i don't know what and ada's like behind the door and she's just like looking at them and then the guy's like ada what were you doing in there and she's like what was i doing in there she's like well now they have me coming over here and working and like doing the cleaning supplies and i don't know she's making up like this whole excuse and they almost got caught but luckily they didn't um but what we forgot to mention earlier was that um, Bora had texted her to meet her to meet him on the roof, and when she went on the roof, um, Tukche was the one to, I guess, like to find her because Tukche just has like Ali was catching on, um, and obviously like he knows like what's going on. Tukche is starting to catch on, and she's starting to get suspicious. And Tukche even, and this is where I was like. I think the writers are foreshadowing because Tukshik tells Ada on the roof, she says, hey, like, I really think that I should tell Bora that I'm the ideal cotton, uh, which is the ideal woman that they did, like, like, what, like in episode three or four, three or four, where they pretended that, um, you know, where Ada was pretending to be the ideal cotton, but it's like, you know, it's actually like Tukshik's account. And so Tukshik was really paying attention to Ada's 
expressions during this. And she was like, do you think I should do it, Ada? Do you think I should tell him that I've been in love with him since we were children and that I'm the ideal cotton? Like, and Ada's like, no, no, you really shouldn't because, you know, the stars or something about your zodiacs, like they're not aligned and it's it's not going to work well. And then Tushi's like, but why wouldn't it when I'm his perfect woman? And that's when Bora comes and then Tuche's like, she knows, like Tuche knows that there's something going on between them. Tuche mad. Oh, yeah. And it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. Like, so far, I like Tuche, like the frenemies, like I'm okay with this frenemies thing, but she's going to get super mean and I'm going to start to hate Tuche and I don't want to hate Tuche. I want to love Tuche. Tuche. Yeah, like why, why can't you? Like, I really loved their, like, I think it was like episode seven or eight where they go to that like the Sakano, the Sakano bro guy, the singer. Yeah, and they go to like his how weird we cult. F- what? Sorry, I was like, how can we forget him? I I would actually want to see him back because I thought he was hilarious. But they could get more Dalsic, and it would be the same thing. <laughs> but I like when they all fought like the four of them. Like when they had like their core, like their core four group. I love that group. I think they're so like. I love the scenes where they're together and like I Same. I just I want Tukchik to be a good girl. I listen, I know it's corny, but I love their like girl power scenes when they get together with the Yes. Oh yeah. So they're good. It's cute. Like it's nice like when they get together and well now Tukche's but it's just a little weird to me because I felt like for a while, for a few episodes, Tukche wasn't really caring about Bora. And then now all of a sudden she does again. When Sorry. I felt like she wasn't. Full disclosure, I haven't watched like the like the Meltem episodes. Like I didn't even meet Meltem, but just like she just got distracted. Or the writers got distracted and forgot what they were trying to do. May maybe. But I was I don't know. I just like I was just like, wait, you weren't really like caring about Bora. Um like, but then again, she was kind of jealous with Meltem. So maybe, I don't know. I just like, I just, I just want them to be friends. Like, I really want um, Ada, Tukje, and Celine to be like the Powerpuff Girls. Like how I think we were saying with Kat, Allie. Yes. Like that, like just like have like the, the, the Powerpuff Girls. And then it would be Bora, Ali, and Ruzgar, which, but Ruzgar is being like a total freaking jerk he that guy needs like a full like character redemption like i love idris i love the actor i think he's hilarious which it makes it so hard to like really hate ruskar but he does a good job because i i really do dislike him we know exactly he's very good at his job because we hate him but that just makes like make me love makes me love him as an actor yeah he's like oh, and his eyes are just so beautiful like i can't like oh my god and then Oh my god. And then we get to the scene where Ada, yes, like I was so happy. Ada got I don't know when the heck she got him. Ada went to a lawyer to get started with the divorce papers and she and she hands this is where Oh no, she already did, right? She already handed it to him? Yeah, she hands them to him in the beginning of the episode. And that's oh, when so is getting really suspicious. So this is where she collects it, right? And she asks him, why did you because this is where he signs it. Yep. Yeah, okay, so he signs the papers and he gives them to her. And she goes and she she picks them up from him. And I don't know why you would take the divorce papers to your job. 
when you know you could get like caught. And dude, they don't even have like actual walls. They have glass. I know. It's like when Ada hid their contract on the chair. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So it's like I'm like she could have texted him, she could have met up with him somewhere secretly and have, you know, they could have apartment. Yeah, there we go. I know. But she didn't. She thought, you know, let me just take this to one of the most like unsecure places that I possibly can where anybody can see me because there's glass windows and I have Tukche and now I have my boyfriend that can possibly see this document. But you know what? That's DZ's for you. Maybe they be DZing. They really are. Oh, and this is where I guess Evram and Aunt um, Yesemin are having a conversation that nobody even cares about. And then um, Ada gets, Ada goes back to Bora's house because, oh no, no, Bora gives Ada an envelope. He gives her like a, like a, it's like a, I think it's just like a folder. And in that folder, there's a red envelope. And in the red envelope, it's something like super sweet. He tells her like, oh, do you guys remember he tells her like what it says? I don't. I know it's something like, he's like, let me, I think he says something like, I never got to properly take you to dinner sure. for our first time or something like that. Yes. So let yeah. Something yeah. Like that. And like, yeah. she completely swoons. Like, she's like, oh my God, like, he is so cute. Like, you could just tell from her, her facial expression that she's like, oh my God, like, she's so in love. And so she goes to Bora's house, which is, you know, well, basically right now her house too. And, and yes, I mean, again, is just being a total freaking just I can't with her. She she tells she's like, are you in love with Bora Bay? Like, did you fall in love with him? And then like Ada like looks off to the to the distance and she has like this like a grin on her face. And then at yes, I mean, is like, no, you can't fall in love with him. And I don't know what, but like, whatever, girl, like get out of here. And Ada gets ready, guys, and she looks beautiful, and she escapes Bora's house because Aunt Yesemin is still outside, like a guard, I guess, at this point. Um, but Ada goes to the beach to meet Bora. And let me tell you, the ALA vibes were on point. I know we, I know we're no, we're no one's really big fan of that Disney anymore, except for um, a few people. That's still but, my favorite DC. So, like, right now. Oh, I forgot you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did because last time when I asked you what was my favorite DC, you still couldn't, you didn't know. Now I'll remember that because I'll be traumatized about how that's your favorite DC. I just, I don't know. It just is right for right now. But honestly, if BO ends like the whole series, if it ends well, like this one will take my top spot. Possibly. Yeah. We got to get a good ending. You hear that, writers? You're in the running to be her, her favorite DZ. Don't lose hope. There's a lot. There's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake here. There is a lot at stake here. I want to be your favorite DZ and just start writing. Oh my god. No, but okay, okay. We get to the part where um, Ada gets down to the beach, and yes, it is ALA vibes, like completely, but in a different way. Um. There's like Bora was able to make like the atmosphere on the beach like just so romantic with like these like um uh white Christmas lights that are hanging down and like 
it's like this walkway for Ada to walk through and Bora's right there in the middle and he's just like oh my god like I feel like I was the one walking towards him and like oh my god I was just swooning the whole time and Ada's face is so happy when she gets to him and she's in shock and she's like what is this like when did you find the time to do this and like he's staring at her and he tells like he's like just staring at her smile like he loves her smile and he tells her he's like you have like the most beautiful smile and oh my god I can't like I right now like I am just like so giddy even just thinking about it and then he tells her because they have a dinner and this man didn't just have a dinner on the beach with her he cooked for her and he tells her because there's like things on the on the table that like I guess like are her like favorite things or like foods that she really likes and she's really surprised she's like how did you know all this and he's like when it comes to you I'm very observant and like he notices Ada like he noticed her little her little quirks like her likes like how she is he really pays attention to her details and she is just so impressed by him and oh my god it's just so good and then he invites her to dance and it's just a very romantic moment so far i know and one thing that comes up in this too where he's like she keeps still saying like this girl's still saying bora bay even though that's her husband and he's like bora and she's like okay bora and just the way she kind of gets shy when she says bora and he just looks at her with like such fascination and interest it melts my heart away like we've never seen like him smiling this much and just this giddy and happy and all and so far in the season and then also we understand what happened in bora bay's past relationship because he kind of just opens his heart up and basically says that he was hurt and lied to and then proceeds to tell Ada that he never wants to be lied to again and it kind of gets to like a Debbie Downer in Ada's mind because she still is hiding that secret and then he he basically says to her you know I want you to be I kind of took it he said a lot of things but I just took it like summarized like I want you to be perfect would you agree girls yeah, he, um, kind of, because I think he's just expressing, like, what really happened to her, and he's just trying to, like, open up more, but also, that is, like, scaring her, where she feels like she has to be perfect for him. I don't think that's the way he intends it, but that's the way yeah. she took it. Yeah, and that's how I took it, and I kind of got kind of defensive, or not defensive, but I was like, whoa, dude, like, that's a lot of pressure to put a girl besides if it was Ada and we knew what her backstory is basically but that's a lot of pressure to put on someone at at a moment that this is your first date personally and I know he's he loves her and he's just trying to express that but even if me and who had no lies I would still be like oh okay I would still be a little bit shocked and a little bit hesitant to progress because what if I can't be that are you just gonna leave me then yeah, I okay, because when I ew, what the heck? A bug. <laughs> a bug went in my mouth. <laughs> ew. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marty. 
What the hell? Ew. Ugh. Absolutely disgusting. And we're talking about something romantic. What the heck? You guys see how Marnie feels, but and more, I'm so ashamed. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, as I was saying before, a freaking bug flew in my mouth. I would say that I, okay, when I was watching it, before talking to Allie, I was like, okay, like, I, I was like, uh, I understand why she got scared. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I get why you're, you're, you got scared, Anna. I get why you're like, you know what, like, this isn't going to work out. We can't be together. And she, and, and she left. But like, now when I, you know, after talking to Allie and, and hearing, you know, your point of view, Allie, about the whole the whole situation i can't even imagine if i was with the guy and it's like we're barely starting off and he were to tell me like this story about how his i guess like his the person that he was in love with completely shattered what being in love meant right like you completely shattered his visions about love and he and because of that he no longer believed in it and when she asked i think she asked him she said like were were you were you able to ever forgive her or were you able to ever like something along those lines with like to let love back in he said no not until you came along so knowing Ada's history with her lies and everything that you know she has going on in her life that she's keeping from bora she in her mind she's like i'm going to do the same exact thing that the person before me did to him and his his whole views on love and what being in love is is going to get shattered once again. And I don't want to be that person. Like I would rather hurt myself by leaving him than hurt him by staying with him. And so I respect that she did that and she left. Um, and I know it took a lot because I mean, think about it. Like when you're in love with someone, or if you're if you just love someone, whether it's like a family member or a friend or a partner right like a romantic partner it takes a lot for a person to truly walk away not because it's like you're walking away to keep away from this person it's because you want them to keep away from you you don't want to hurt them so you're you're choosing them over you and you're leaving them and you're distancing yourself like it really does take a lot and um i just felt for her and i feel for her but as we know based on the fragment that came out uh bora goes to her right like he like we everybody was freaking out on the tl like everybody was freaking out and we were all joking about um are you guys there yeah i'm here oh, okay sorry okay yeah every everybody was freaking out on the tl and like being like wow like are you serious like we made like people made fun of like sek because ada i mean Edda and Sirkan were only together for like two episodes and hey like people were making fun of AMI because um uh Ozan and Ezra were only together for like an episode right or something like that it's like but our couple was like they literally barely got together halfway into the show sorry halfway into the episode and then broke up by the end of the episode so they were only together for like an hour barely like that we got to see so like we were just like this is horrible like the BO fandom is really depressed right now but then the fragment came out, right? And it lifted everybody's spirits because we're like, yes, like Bora runs after her. And just as it took um, Ada a whole lot and so much strength for her to leave him, it took even more for Bora to run to her because as we know, Bora had a dream or, you know, we could also say, call it like a nightmare too. 
that he confessed to her. And when he went in to kiss her, she rejected him. So based on that dream, we know that one of his biggest fears that it when it comes to Ada is rejection, right? Or just maybe just re rejection in general might be one of his biggest fears. And he got rejected by her. Like she rejected him. She told him, I can't be with you. This isn't going to work out. Like, I'm sorry. And she leaves him. But he didn't let that get to him. Like his love for her over trumped his fear. And this is why I really love this couple because I really feel like as individuals, they're growing, but together, like they are truly learning what it means like to actually be in a relationship and, and what it means to fight for something that you love. I know, even though like, I honestly thought Bora was just gonna let her go, but he, based off his past dramas, but he's sitting there fighting for it because deep down he knows it's meant to be and just like something's off. And I just love it in the fragment too when he calls herself Gilem. I was like, oh, look at these words from Bora. Oh, I know. It's so, it was so like kind of out of left field for me that he would say that, but me, it me was too. a cute moment. It was a really cute moment. However, there is someone at the door that oh. ruined our moment. Oh, God. Jeepers Creepers over here, guys. Like, I, this man needs to just go and take the ants with you and take Ruzgar with you. Like, I am done. He should get married to Aunt Yasmin so we can go off oh. and be happy together. God. Oh, God, no. Like, oh, and, and then in the fragment, um, Aunt Nurgis finds out. Everybody finds out that Bora and Ada are together. And this is where this is where the fandom was like, oh, my God, yes. Like, Bora is fighting for um, Ada and, like, you know, to stay with her. And he, he announces to the whole office that, like, the... Um, because Ada gets like a bouquet of flowers sent to the office and he tells the everybody there he's like oh like these flowers were sent by Ada's boyfriend which is me and then Tuche's face is like are you kidding me right now like I freaking knew it so we know Tuche is going to work even harder to find out the truth like what Ada's hiding because she knows Ada's hiding something and she already has suspicions because she keeps seeing Ada and Ruzgar communicating so she's really going to find out that they're together and i don't know what you girls like do you guys have any theories like what she might do i don't think what she'll do she'll make she won't she won't tell bora agreed she'll just, she'll just blackmail ada oh i thought she was gonna blackmail Ruzgard. No, she'll blackmail Ada to leave for her family to leave that house for her to quit her job and just to kind of just disappear. That's what I think. I, I thought she was over Bora. Tuche? Yeah. No, Tuche's still apparently in love with him. The writers remembered that Tuche's in love with Bora. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't see get that vibe. There was a part, there was like a dialogue in the beach scene, uh, in the confession scene where Bora was telling Ada something about like, I think he tells her like, or she tells him like, do you ever feel like escaping everything and like leaving everything behind? And, or, or I think he tells her that. And then she's like, well, what would you have left? And he's like, well, I guess just your dreams. I'm not sure who says that, but one of them says that to the other. 
And so now that Ray Ray's saying this, I'm like, I don't know if this was maybe another foreshadowing. It's like, why would they put that? Like leaving everything behind, leaving like your job, leaving the city and dropping everything and only having your dreams and your memories. So if Tukche does blackmail Ada to that extent where she's like, you're going to quit at, like your job, you're going to leave his house, you're going to leave, like you're going to freaking leave Istanbul and just like just get out like i don't want you here at all or else everyone's going to know because i think in um jalal bay's investigation if they fight and i think this is one of what one of our friends in our group chat was saying to us is that if they find out that this was a sham marriage ada and ruzgar both run the risk of going to jail and being fined because of this so i I'm like, I, I really don't know. Like, but then I see it as Tuche telling Bora the truth and completely being like, I don't want to run the risk of Ada ever coming back and Bora wanting to get back with her. So I'm just going to completely like tell him the truth so that he'll never want to be with her again, which would lead Ada to fully leave. Like both in both situations, in both theories, Ada will leave. I think it will be both actually that will happen where she overcomes Tucci's blackmail and tries to come back to the company then he suddenly finds out there then she's on like hot water again oh god I can only deal with one does Ada know about Tucci in the video I wait Ruskar knows Ruskar knows knows. so what if to come back the blackmail Ada finds out about the video it was Tucci behind that video because Ruzgar sloops up or she finds the phone or whatever. That makes sense because if she were to try to blackmail Ruzgar, right? Ruzgar would be like, dude, you're not going to like do it. Go ahead. Go for it because yeah. I'm just going to release this video. Whereas if she does it to Ada, Ada might just end up leaving and not even know, like not even knowing that there's a video. And maybe that's where Ruzgar, since he says he wants to prove his love to her, right? That he's like, I'm going to prove to you that I'm actually in love with you. What if he gives her the video to prove that? Or he goes to back to Tuche and be like, you forget I have this video on you. But like, then that but then that would mean that Ruzgar knows that Ada and Bora are, t- and like, he wants, he doesn't want them to be together, though. He, oh, so it's like, why would he yeah. give her the video? Damn it. I really, you know what, guys? We really don't know what's going to happen. Like, we have theories, but so much can happen in, in, in DZs in general. And there's so many lies, and there's so many, not only with Ada, but like with almost everybody. The only pure one, the only innocent one here who has no lies, really, we just don't know enough information about is Bora. Like, everybody else is just lying up the butt. And Bora's just over here, like, singing a song, like, has his head up in the clouds, has no idea what's going on. And everybody else is just a liar. You forgot the most also important character, Elif. Oh, she can't leave Elif. She can't. I think what's going to happen is maybe after she leaves and he gets pressure to take her, take her to take Elif to visit her. That's how their relationship starts getting fixed again. That's okay. I see it. Yeah, I think, I think. Remember when in the first episode where they were saying, I think um, Bora's mom was saying that Aleph was not like eating. She was refusing to eat and only Bora was like the one that could kind of like get her to eat. And then Ada came for breakfast, I think in episode three and not even Bora could get her to eat. And it was Ada that was able to do it. 
So maybe how Ray Ray's saying, if that's how, like, Aleph will be the one to bring them back together because she's not refusing to eat or she's just, like, really depressed because Ada's no longer in her life. So maybe Bora reaches out or Bora's dad. Like, reaches out to Ada? Yeah, to, like, have her, like, ask her to come back. I think it will be Bora's dad for Elif. Hopefully. I Yeah, I see it, though. I see um Aleph, Elif being the one or it's going to be because of her that this it's going to unite Bora and Ada back together. Yeah, I agree. She'll be the key in uniting them back together. Oh my god. We love her. We do. She's like yep. she's she's our favorite. She is. Oh my god. Well, that would wrap up the episode. Um we have a big next episode coming up. If there's nothing left to say, no, we I think th- I think we said enough. Like <laughs> we have all these theories, and we were just like, "What?" Like we have theories on top of theories, and we have no idea what's going on. Like none. Nope. But that's why we love this show. So yeah. I thank everyone again for listening. I thank everybody again for sticking with us during this break. Uh, we're glad to be back. And yes, guys. Yes. 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 We're so happy to be back and. We're going to make sure to drop more episodes and hopefully we could have maybe an, like Kat or another guest come on again. I think that'd be cool to get more opinions on because I, we, you know, you can never have too many apparently. Exactly. Um, I hope everyone has a great time listening and uh, thank you for coming live with us. Bye. See ya. I love Bora a lot. No, a little too much. Stop recording. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to keep saying dumb stuff. I already know. Yeah.